Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a home for entrepreneurs who want to take their God-given gifts and use them to strategically create a legacy of success for themselves and the people that they serve. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach, lover of all things tech, and I aim for you to live a life of faith over fear. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Faith Led Business Podcast. We are on day 253. Today, we're going to be talking about sharing your healing so she can heal or he can heal, depending on who's in your home and depending on who your audience is. Most of the people that I work with are women who are serving women. And it's such a powerful thing. We've been talking about for a while now what our story can do, how people can be transformed by our testimony. And so today we're going to dive in a little bit deeper into this area to see just how impactful and how we can do this to the best of our ability. Because Sometimes when I'm speaking with some of my clients about their branding and who their audience is, one of the biggest mistakes that there is when it comes to marketing and understanding even how to write your posts on social media or how to, um, you know, create content for a blog post or a video or whatever it may be is that even though our product is for everyone, Here is the key. Even though our product is for everyone, we are not for everyone. And therefore, if we are not for everyone, who are we for? And as faith-led entrepreneurs and any entrepreneur for that matter, but even more so because we know the mission behind our work, do we know Do we know who specifically we are called to serve? Because as you know that person, as you speak that person's language, as you are able to understand what their specific pain points are, what their dreams are, you can speak to those. And guess what they say? Oh my goodness, get out of my head. I don't know how many times I've had people say, You're speaking to me today. That is what you want. You're speaking to me today. But if if you are more focused on your product being for everyone, you cannot speak to the person who you are assigned to because what you have said, what you have spoken goes over their head and it does not land in their hearts. So it's knowing who your audience is and who you are called to serve is the key foundational step before you even either create a product or start promoting your product. I will tell you right now, if you don't know that, you are wasting time in your business. You are being less effective in your business. I can tell you right now who I serve. 
I serve women who have the DNA of being entrepreneurs. Even if they wanted to try to go and work a nine to five or do something just like single focus, they just can't. They have something in them where they're always creating in their mind a way that they would like to serve someone or, or you know, it, it just comes from their heart. I need to be creating something and doing something for others, but it comes from me. It comes from my style and my way of doing things. I work with women who are trailblazers. They know what's in front of them is uncomfortable, yet they are willing to do the things in the uncomfortable to get comfortable. I work with women who are willing to invest in themselves because they know that certain knowledge that they can acquire is able to cut in half or a fourth their timeline of making mistakes in their entrepreneurial journey. I work with women who have servant hearts. I work with women who put Christ before anything else. And just eagerly, just deeply want a relationship with him so that he can more and more show up as they do their work. I work with women who love to lift others up, who see the good in someone, even if it is competition, even if they are in the same company, but they sit back and they admire that person and they see what they can learn from that person instead of compare themselves to that person. I work with women who are implementers. When they're told to do something, either by God or their coach, they put it into effect and they stop making excuses. I work with women who are very driven and committed to their purpose, to their assignment. I work with women who would rather show up even if they are unprepared, but they show up because they are women of integrity and they hold fast to their word. Their integrity is everything. I work with women who have no problem being vulnerable because they know, as we're gonna talk about today, that that testimony and that story is what will not only create the touch points with the people they're called to serve, but will give them the ability to create out of the mess that they have experienced a powerful tool for transformation. And I could go on and on and on about the woman that I work with. Do you see uh, how specific that is? Usually these are women between, they're in their between 30s, 50s, kind of around my age range, sometimes more, sometimes less. But most of the women who come and see me are around my age range. Most of them have children or have had children because I'm a mom 
The thing is, the woman you usually attract is the one that is most like you. And that is the person who needs to hear your story. And that is where the healing begins. When you're willing to share that story with those women. Most of the women that I work with don't usually have a nine to five. A lot of them do, but the majority are already at home and they are, um, they're entrepreneurial already. They're just trying to get their stuff going. That's most of them. I'd say 25% of them work a nine to five job. And so while I am able to serve anybody and everyone is welcome, I know that the majority of the people who come to me fall within those categories. And therefore, I can, the next time I post, speak to the desires and the needs of that person. The people I work with want to create impact. They don't want their work to just be work. They don't want to just show up to show up. They want to see people's lives changed. Let me know in the comments if who I described here, if most of those characteristics you could identify with, it didn't have to be all of them, but a bunch of them, let me know if that's you. Most of the women that I work with, they already know they have what it takes. They just need confirmation that they're on the right track. And so today we're going to be talking about sharing your healing, sharing your story and what that looks like when you are speaking to your audience. Okay, so let's take a look at Psalm 9-1. Psalm 9-1 says, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. Whatever you've been through, your healing journey is of value to the people in your life. Did you know? Did you know that the success in your business I heard this in a conference. The success in your business is directly tied to your ability to heal. The success in your business is directly tied to your ability to heal. Today, I encourage you to identify the women around you and closest to you and make these resolutions to keep the healing going. So while we are in the process of healing and learning every day, we don't leave it there. We don't leave it at that. 
this is how we can keep that healing going. This is where we, we put into action what we have learned. Number one, refuse to pass down or pass around with actions or with words any shame, guilt, or brokenness. We've, we've been talking about how powerful our words are. We've been talking about how powerful they are. Are you passing down or passing around in your actions or in your words any shame, guilt, or brokenness? If you are, then you are not helping people heal, you are adding to their wound. And you are not being in alignment with your own healing. That means you probably are still in the process of doing the same for yourself. Because the healed person has no room, no time to marinate on shame, guilt, or brokenness. Because they know that they are made whole and made new in Christ. And so while there may be days that are more difficult than others, that we do cry, that difficult things happen, on the whole, we're able to recoup from that a lot quicker. We're able to take those thoughts and those emotions captive and have our tractor beam take us over to the truth. The woman who is healing and wants others to heal lives as they hope their daughters will live. Because yours is the life they will emulate. Is the life that you are living now the life that you would hope your daughter lives? And if you don't have a daughter, your granddaughter, or your niece, or your friend's daughter, whoever's looking up to you. Whoever you have influence over. Are you living the life that you hope they live? You know, they say children, they don't do what you say, they do what you do. How are you through your healing process, through your testimony, giving them the opportunity to model someone who looks and acts healed. If we are constantly hesitating to push the button in our business and that hesitation comes from insecurity, even though we're not saying to the people around us, oh, you know what? I'm just not starting because I'm so scared and I'm so insecure and I don't know if this is gonna work and I don't feel value valuable enough for my information to get out there and I don't feel valuable enough to be paid for it and all of that. You're not going out there and saying it. You're thinking it and feeling it. But trust me, be behind the scenes, whoever is watching, they're wondering why you haven't pressed the go button yet. Do you know why? 
because they know what you've got because they've had conversations because they've heard you in other circumstances where maybe you've been talking to someone and all of a sudden you start a conversation and it's blah, 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 and it just comes out. And so then maybe they're looking at you wondering why you haven't taken the next step forward. Do you want the people in your life to live in hesitation, in doubt and fear and wondering if they're enough? Would you ever say that to your daughter? Would you ever say to your daughter the things that you say to yourself? Those are the things that we need to keep in mind as we are healing and we continue that healing process. What is it we are actually showing others? Does that take a lot of commitment? Does that take a lot of awareness? Does it take a lot of strength? Absolutely. Does it take courage? Yes. But we are made to do hard things. We are meant to do hard things because it is in those moments of weakness that our God shows us his power and strength and we are letting him help us along on the journey in the process. And so it's super important for us to share our steps of healing, the things that we've learned on the way so that others can see that we are at least, we may not be perfect, but at least we're trying. We're giving it our best shot. And we are relying and trusting that God is going to provide the rest. All we need to do is actually show up. We need to instill in, it says, instill in those you come alongside a sense of responsibility that although they can't control what has happened to them, they can control their response from this day forward. They can choose God's truths over the lies of the enemy, abide in God's word, and live free. So in other words, your past doesn't define you. You've heard that before. You've seen it on Pinterest quotes. But what does that actually mean? Walked out, lived out. You get to demonstrate that. You get to demonstrate that your past has got nothing on you other than very important lessons that you've been able to learn and now you can teach others. But the only one who gets to define who you are and what you have to bring to the table is the one who created you. No one on this planet has a hold of you. And one of the signs of someone whose faith is more mature is understanding that point that regardless of the things that have 
happened in our past that we actually can, through our faith, control the future. We can control, we have a say in what comes next. We don't have to just sit and wait for life to happen to us, right? And many times we end up going to other people asking for help when in fact we already have the answer. Many times we will go to others first for prayer before even us asking, you know, having prayer with God first. When the winds and everything were blowing, with Jesus on the boat and the disciples and all of that. Why did he say, oh, you of little faith? Because guess what? They had the ability to calm those waters. Yet they called on Jesus. They didn't realize the power that they had. So they called on him before understanding that they actually were given the ability to do the same. And so we, in part of our healing process, our job is to help others understand that while of course we are here to help, our job is to show them what they actually have. That they, they are not at the mercy of other people other people's help, that they can do things to get out of the circumstances that they are in, that they are not a victim of what's happening to them, that they can be proactive to move into a new life. Sometimes people have to literally get up, pack their bags and move somewhere else. Other times it's just a mindset change. But we need to be willing to share that they already have what it takes. And our job as faith-led business owners is to show them what they already have, what exists in them. Help them to see that their lives count before God and that they have tremendous potential. Healing is an amazing thing. It's our faith walk. Every step that we move forward is a step in gaining wisdom and divine knowledge about who we are and who we were called to be and how things can be different for others as well. We tend to hold ourselves to these big standards of how things should be in business. And so we feel that if we're not doing everything exactly as how all the gurus tell you to or how anybody does things or how Monica does things, then we must be doing it wrong. I remember at the beginning when we first started these podcast episodes before they were just called devotionals until we turned it into a podcast, I remember how stressed out I would be because I wanted 
them to start at the same time every day. Because I had heard, of course, consistency is the most important thing. And if you can have it at the same time, then people know when to show up. And they'll make sure they put it on their calendars. They'll they make sure they'll, you know, they'll show up. And so that used to stress me out so much that because I was trying to follow those instructions, I was hurting myself and my family in the process. I was stressing them out. I was stressing myself out. I was probably not being even as effective in what I was doing because of the intention and the emotions I was bringing to that at the beginning. So I had to learn that consistency is important. That's why we're on day 253. But maybe the mold doesn't fit everybody. Maybe your healing process is not the same as everybody else's. But I am trusting every single day that I come here, no matter what the time is, that he will bring the people who need to hear it. That is his job. His job is the marketing on that part. There are things I can do for marketing, but overall, that's his job, to bring the people that he knows needs to hear it. And so part of my cycle of healing is to understand that if I am with him and I am aligned with him, things will work out. Things will work out. I don't have to feel stressed. I don't have to feel overwhelmed. I just need to do what I can with what I have. Now at the kids' school, on Wednesdays, they don't have their regular live classes for virtual schooling. They just have to do the homework. And they were having a lot of issues understanding what the homework was. So I had to take some extra time to do that. Right? And so... I could have been all stressed because I didn't start like by eight o'clock. But instead, I knew that God wanted me to fulfill through action what I said that I believed. And what I believed was that he will bring the right people to hear his message. And so our process of healing is... And I hope that releases somebody from that stress of having to like nonstop feel like they need to be like everybody else. Because the wonderful deeds that God has done in your life is specific to you and specific to being told to those people he has called for you. And so that sense of calm and peace and boldness and security and confidence, all of those things come from not only going through the healing process, but being willing to share that. 
the moment that you share your story, other people will be able to identify with it and they will learn from it. And by you being vulnerable enough to share, guess what? You have avoided a lot of pain and maybe mistakes for other people who are just starting out in that area. And so I want to encourage you to live confident in the love that you have for Christ. I want to encourage you that every day that you say yes is another day that you get to heal even more, to be even more complete. And from there, you get to have the overflow that everyone else will receive. Once again, our success in business is 100% correlated to our ability to heal. And so today, we are just going to pray that the Lord give us that desire to share our story. To know that while my product and my service could be for anyone, I am not for everyone. And that's why he created so many people teaching similar things. Because we are not for everyone. And that is the most perfect branding concept that you could ever come along. That is why he wants you to show people who you are. Not point everybody to, everybody to go somewhere else, but to come to you. Because you are not for everyone. And you have a story. You have a story to share that is so powerful. That story is your marketing. That story is your magnet for the people that need to hear it. That story is your tool. That story of healing is your tool of transformation for others. And if you are putting it under the bed and just keeping it there, waiting for you to be complete, trust me, you won't be able to use it. God will use your story for good. He will. And you won't be judged for it. You will be praised for it. Of course, depending on how you share it. Because in no way or form will I ever share a personal story about how I was, how I thought, what I did without adding either that I'm working toward the solution and I'm excited about it and I'm committed to it or that God has redeemed me through that and I have learned a lesson through it. If we share stories just to throw a pity party, that's a completely different thing. I think that does a disservice because all it does is point to brokenness, shame, and guilt. And that is not something that 
we are that we should hold on to or that Christ has claimed over our lives. So we want to make sure that we are staying in accordance with what the Bible says about who we are when we do share our stories. I could say I was broken, I was this, and now I am this, or I am learning to be this, and every day he's showing me more and more of who I am. But I think our use of stories in the uh, in the framework of being able to lift others up as entrepreneurs and show other women and set the example for other women is extremely, extremely important. What are we showing our daughters? What are we modeling for our daughters? I, for one, have now had the confirmation twice that I can actually be successful without working as hard as I do, without being in front of the computer as long as I think I need to be. That I can actually be effective in my business and get the work that God wants me to get done in three to four hours a day. When my normal go-to is usually about eight, 10, sometimes more, because I do have those workaholic tendencies. I love what I do and I wanna do more of it, but I have eight children. And that is part of my responsibility to model for them what it looks like to trust. When God tells you multiple times that you can work your business part-time, yet make more than full-time income, I need to believe it and I need to walk it and I need to show my children that that's what will happen. Not because I said it, but because he said it. And he has confirmed it multiple times. And so I just want to share that because that is one way that I am looking to model for my children what it looks like to be a faith-led entrepreneur, to not let my decisions be based on what everybody else says about hustling and working nonstop, but trusting a God who can move mountains and slay the giants that are standing in front of me. And all I need to do is show up for my part, for my portion, and that will be enough. And that testimony will bear fruit for other women who are striving so hard and working so hard and nonstop and working themselves to the ground physically and messing with their personal relationships with their family or their friends or the people they need to be caring for or ministering to. The wonderful thing with God is that you can do more with less. And so today we are going to pray that we commit to that, that we commit to the process of healing and that we share that process of healing as a living testimony for those who truly need to hear it. Thank you. Breakfast has just arrived again. You want to see it? <laughs> Jared is so good. My husband makes sure that I don't pass out. <laughs> 
<laughs> from hunger or starvation. All right, let's go ahead and let's pray this day in. Let's be happy about it. Let's be joyful about what God has for us because this is a huge, huge lesson, especially for those who serve women and cater to women who do so much and think that they have to do more in order to validate or gain approval for who they are. So Father, we just want to thank you once again for showing us a huge lesson around what it looks like to actually heal. Who are we being, Lord, when we say we have been healed? Are we just saying it or are we walking it? Are we living it? Are our words sharing that healing? Or have we been unknowingly because we just keep going back to those old patterns of who we are? Have we be, been unknowingly sowing seeds of more brokenness? of letting people stay in their circumstances, adding in the words that there's nothing that can be done or this is life. Instead of sowing into them, no, your circumstances may look one way, but God never looks at circumstances. He looks at your heart and he knows the plans that he has for you. So stand up, rise up, rise up to your calling, rise up to who you are in him and be willing to walk the walk of healing. And let me share my testimony with you of what he has done and is doing in and through me. That is the way that you want us to show up in the world today, Lord. So I ask that you bring before us a woman who needs to hear our story today. Give us the opportunity to practice this, to share this, to know that this is right and this is what you have called us to do through our ministry of our entrepreneurial journey. Give us the boldness and the courage to share maybe the intimate things, maybe just the surface things. It doesn't have to go as deep as we think. But we are holding on to the promptings of your Holy Spirit to know what to say and what not to say. And we are just trusting that you have called us to share your great deeds. And that is what we will do today. We ask all this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with me this morning. Um, I do want to ask for a special prayer for me today. I am going to be speaking um, at a large summit that is worldwide, and um, there are going to be many people there. And I have been asked to be the only speaker who is faith-based. And so um, I feel that my, uh, my responsibility in this is a great one because I'm going to be the only one sharing business from a faith-based perspective. So I would just ask that you stand with me in prayer and you, um, you just ask the Lord that I would use his words to touch people's hearts, to know that there are other options. There is an easier way to do business and that, um, and that be, it be successful in his name for what he wants those special people to hear. 
And so I'm really surprised that they invited me for this um, because there are a lot of people that are doing completely opposite things in there. And so, um, yeah, this is an amazing opportunity to share with God. I will put the link in there. Um, it's going to be, I believe it's like 2, 2.45 to 3.30, something like that. But I'll put the information if you're looking to um, to participate. We're going to be in um, in these really large Zoom rooms. And, um, and it will be like an open conversation as well. So it'll be very interesting. So thank you for your prayers. I feel them. I know that um, God is going to work great things through this. And, um, and this is what we're called to do. As we continue to share our faith and to be part of this, um, you will get calls from people that you wouldn't have thought um, to share to share his word. He will give you platforms to do so. So um, really excited about that. And yeah, so around uh, between 2.30 and 3.30, please keep me in your prayers and, um, and we will keep moving forward. So have a fabulous day. I will check in with you guys later. And, um, and for sure, I will see you tomorrow morning. All right. Love you all. I will speak to you soon. Take care, everybody. Bye.